loved ones uh, near and far, whether it be recent or distant. God, we just pray for strength and life and encouragement on this day for all those who have lost loved ones, oh God. Those who are struggling physically in their body, fighting against illnesses and aches and whatsoever, we pray that you will bring supernatural healing uh, to the lives of those who are afflicted health-wise in the name of Jesus. Those who are going through emotional or relational stress, we pray, God, that you would bring peace in relationships and peace in the internal minds of those who are struggling emotionally with whatever. God, so many people are being challenged in so many directions with all these different cross-collinating uh, vices in the world that's going out. We pray, God, that you bring peace, uh, just a surge of peace and strength and tranquility to those who are challenged, all of us, actually. Lord, we pray that this message on today, uh, high power protection, would be an encouragement uh, to those who would hear, that it would strengthen uh, the ears of the hearers and the hearts and just those with the feeble knees, as the scripture would say, and the uh, broken or weak hearts. God, we ask that you would bring a, a, a surge of strength and revitalization for the call and the work that you've given to us, no matter what type of work it is, uh, whether it's in the pulpit or whether it's in the uh, on the a Congress seat, whether it's an engineering firm or whether it's in uh, being a janitor. God, we pray, God, that those who are here and those, especially those who are in leadership, that they would just, oh my God. Be blessed by the word today in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen. Amen. Mm. Thank God for Prophet Shante here uh, with us. High powered protection, the force field of favor. The first couple of weeks of this, uh, this the third installment. So the first two installments were pretty much very more technical. Uh, high being situated or passing above the normal level surface or measurement. We went through that in detail, um, a greater degree. So when we talk about high, we talk about something greater, something above normal, above average, not typical, okay? Talking about powered, meaning the ability to produce an effect. Now, we don't want people who, people who can talk a good talk, but talking doesn't mean you have the power. Power is the ability to get things done to accomplish not empty windedness that you see in rhetoric and all those things that go on protection is to shield or cover from exposure real briefly we talked about that and the force field of favor that god has given us you know we talked the first week about you know let me just say this real quick segue into this i'm gonna give this quote again for my 20 something years ago the guy gave me because we're teaching from some pieces of my art series. And one of the quotes from, I think, June of 2000, 22, nearly 22 years ago, still is the catalyst for this series today. Many people think gunpowder and steel are the best means of protection. If you really want protection, Just dwell in 
the fortress or the care or the arms of God. No one will be able to find your perfect peace because it is hidden in the secret place of God. The attacks may come, whether you're asleep or awake, but no harm will be done. He's got you covered. So thank God, share this broadcast as we go along today. Uh, anyway, I want to start briefly. I'm going to, today, the last two weeks are more technical. We talked about the, the history of guns in the world, um, how the first gun was designed by the Chinese, and we then talked about how the automatic weapons, particularly the AKs and all those high-powered weapons being formed out of Russia. Um, we talked about, you know, some of the ill-versed leadership um, that has been in the world that God has to use and exercise his force field for us against those types of leaderships. We got into that, but today I really want to get into some, just some real nuggets um, about the leadership we have in Christ and the protection we have in Christ. So look at Daniel chapter 7. Daniel. Uh, Daniel, some serious, heavy, juicy porterhouse of your, of your steak or turnip greens if you're a green plant-based person. Um, something to get. All right. Daniel 7, verse 13 and 14. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 18. Okay. So I believe this is from the Living Translation. New Living Translation. Okay. Excuse me, the Living Bible. Excuse me, the Living Bible. Verse 13, I saw the arrival of a man. This is Daniel seeing in the spirit. He seemed, oh, this don't miss, this is the key part. He seemed to be brought there on clouds from heaven. Oh, that's it. Brought there on clouds from heaven. That phraseology right here. Hold on to that. When we get into it later, all right? He approached the ancient of days. That's another phrase. The ancient of days was presented to him. Verse 14. He was given the ruling power and glory over all, oh, over all, the nations of the world so that people of every language must obey him his power is eternal it will never end his government shall never fail that's another one phrase that we want to focus on his government his government shall never fail okay now go on but in the end People of the Most High God shall rule the governments of the world forever and forever. That's verse 18. Mm. Let's pause on that thought. The arrival of man. In some translation, they call that the Son of Man. And that Son of Man represents Christ. The Son of God, Daniel, in the Old Testament, had the view of Christ prior 
to the apostles in the New Testament. Christ is and was and is to come. So this pre-incarnate essence, that's what Daniel was able to see. And the ancient of days is God the Father, the one seated on the throne. So we have to understand these characters here, okay? I mean, not characters, but uh, the elements of this message here, okay? The ancient of days, God the Father, commissioned God the Son to have power over all nations. <clears throat> power over all nations. We're talking about high-powered protection. Christ has power over all nations. That's the highest version of power there is in all human existence. Son of man, Christ is God in flesh has power over every system of rule that ever rules on planet Earth and beyond. Now, this is something that I'd never quite seen before. Mm. Brought here on the clouds from heaven. Ah, oh, the Holy Spirit just, Holy Spirit just, just, Drop the bomb on me, okay? Now, you remember back in the days of Moses and the children of Israel, how there was a pillar of cloud by the day and fire by night? Mm -hmm. The Lord spoke to me and just told me that cloud is angels. I'm like, oh my gosh. Look at this. Brought here on the clouds from heaven. Basically, he had... Limo service. Limo service by ministering servants, which are angels. So numerous that they form clouds. They look like clouds. The angelic host of God is so numerous and it surrounds the leadership of Christ, that they appear as clouds. When I was a little boy, even now as a little boy and a big man, I love to stare at clouds. Man, it's so much fun. Yeah, the nerd part is coming out. Okay, I get it. Um, they're so fluffy, they're so light, and they move. They're not stagnant. So one thing I really that I appreciate about the clouds and this whole message is that these clouds are so numerous that they're actually transferring and surrounding the ultimate power of Christ in all dispensations. I like, this is so amazing. When we're talking about high power protection, in Christ, we live, we move, we have our being, Okay. So when we are with Christ and all of the power that he has, we have all those forces of protection that surround him that also surround us who are joint heirs with him. One more thing that was powerful about this um, 
this passage is some things that God really just jumped in my case about. Um, Christ himself, as we see here, Christ was given the ruling power and glory over all the nations of the world. Many humans desire to have this in very inordinate ways. That's why there's wars. That's why there's violence. That's why there's supremacy in the earth that goes bloodthirsty, hounding around for how much power they can hoard. But anyway, in Christ, in all of his power, in all of the protection he affords us, the force field of favor that's connected to him, that's also connected to us, God, Christ, the Son of Man, he is orderly. He is a orderly force. Second thing, When it says, but in the end, the people of the Most High God shall rule the governments of the world forever and ever. Christ and his power, he's not self-centered. In other words, he's not selfish. He doesn't have all his power just to hoard it upon himself for all, you know, throughout the universe. If you look at some uh, contractual writing, particularly in the music industry, the 360 contracts, these human individuals want to get in a contract with you to have all power over you over all ages throughout the universe. Into perpetuity. Into perpetuity. <laughs> How foolish is that? Christ is not there. Joining forces with Christ is not there. He's not there for you to be slave to him into perpetuity. He is there with his power and his order so that you can join force with him to help rule with him. Not to be controlled into perpetuity by him. So in other words, these earth human power structures are full of evil. Who wants to write a contract with someone to have control over all their stuff throughout all the ages, into perpetuity, throughout the universe. I mean, that's ridiculous. Anyway, let me keep moving. Christ is humble. So when he has his high power of protection, he doesn't go around, like we talked about last week with Alexander the Great with this crazy, stupid temper, and going around bloodthirsty, just going through pride fests on how powerful he can appear to be amongst other nations and people. I mean, that's not what he's about. He's a, you know, he's a lion and a lamb. He is humble. The other thing that God gave me in this is that Christ and his power, he offers tribal and gender inclusion among those connected to him. He doesn't say, you can't come in here. You don't belong. He doesn't sit there. <laughs> Look at this. <clears throat> there is not a democratic process to uphold supremacy or any measure that defiles the holiness of the ancient of days. He's not sitting, you know, you don't, you don't have to sit at a table and have all these divisive supreme committees demonically opining 
on who's worthy or whether you're worthy or not to be with Christ. That's satanic. That is darkness. How on earth are you going to sit there? If we had to go through what man puts man through in order to be reigning with Christ, there would be no one in kingdom. Zero. Zero. So in essence, God has all this power to ancient of days. He gives this power to Christ to reign in the earth. And all this power that we have is given to us so that we can rule with him and not try to control others. Prophet. God is the facilitator of all power and his spirit gives us the proper facilitation of power in the earth. Mm -hmm. Without the spirit guiding us, we will all abuse power. Actually, without the spirit of God residing with us, we'd abuse power. And that is a part of the force field of favor, the subtopic of this message. Christ, in all the power that he has, he gives us power, but he gives us power under control, which is authority. Authority is power under control. As we have seen in the last uh, week, that you can see power totally out of control. Totally out of control. Demonizing people who are well qualified to do a work to help better humanity that the demons come out trying to put out all types of foolishness, even in the highest court in the highest offices of our land, making a mockery of human government. Mm -hmm. The government of Christ shall never fail. So his power, power protection is is into perpetuity without defilement. Look at this. This is the other part that the Lord really blessed my heart with. When Christ riding on the cloud, which is the angels carrying him through the um, the dispensation of heaven and earth, through the parallel universes, all that good stuff we talked about in past sessions. The Lord Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, he protects everyone connected to him. And especially those connected to lead. When it talks about ruling and power and connected with Christ and joint heirs with Christ, that is a call to leadership. Mm -hmm. Christ is the ultimate leader, the Son of God, Son of Man, human, God in human form. He gives that joint blessing of power to us so that we can lead with him with his guidance, with the eternal source of power and protection that he gives us. Look at this. Go ahead, Prophet. And I think that's so important. I don't want you to, I don't want people to miss what you just said, that when we are called to be joint heirs, we are called to leadership with Christ. So that's whether you are leading in the marketplace, whether you are leading your home, whether you're leading your children, whether you are especially, and most importantly, leading yourself, Everybody is called to some level of leadership. And see, and that's a good point. Praise God. Keep going. Yeah. So, and the thing about it is when we talked about his government shall never fail, the government is not a church building. The government is not a religious organization. The government is the entire full element of leading every aspect of humanity. 
government is about, you know, helping is, is residential, is educational, is recreational, is educational, is uh, professional business, is all aspects of human existence. So every component of human life, there is a government that Christ has that's unfailing to help you be the best that you are, prophet. And I was going to say when it says his government will be on his shoulders, that government is the ecclesia. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people equate ecclesia to being the church. So you'll hear a lot of people say we are the church. But the original word is um, kaleo, which means a calling to call out and to be called together. And it was a military term. It was a term describing a part of government. Mm -hmm. So when he says my government is gonna be on my shoulders, he's really talking about his people mm -hmm. being on his shoulders. What we are called to, the reason why we are um, assembled or called out together is because Christ is that commonality. He's the he's our king. He's our leader. He's the one who is um, forming this new government called mm -hmm. the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And so when we understand that we don't get phased, you know, when we can't go into a physical structure because we know that it's not about being in a physical space. It's about understanding that wherever we are in the world, the universal body is that government that he's talking about that's going to be on his shoulders. And see, that's the thing that's so important about this, like we said, there is no divisive committees or Congress or leadership that gives personal opinion about people's lives on whether or not they are worthy. Once we accept Christ as Savior and Lord and are called upon him, we are worthy, and that level of protection that he gives in his leadership is granted unto you to lead. When God calls you and you confirm his nomination, a heavenly dispatch that was assigned to you will manifest through your leadership. That's high-powered protection. And see, that's why we have to get rid of this whole nonsense about, oh, you know, every level, there's a devil. You know, all this stuff that I used to hear back in the foolishness of, of immature churchianity. churchianity. You cannot be afraid of darkness when you lead. Say that again. You sh must not, shall not be afraid of darkness when you lead. Because you are a light. A light that brings life. And that life is a light of men. That Christ's light in you is feared by darkness because there's power that comes with it. And the power, part of that power is understanding that you dwell in light and darkness cannot comprehend light. Mm. Part of that power is understanding that you are worthy. Sometimes you just need to stop 
And whatever's going on, whatever's happening in your life, you just need to speak to your environment and say, I am worthy. I am worthy. I am supposed to be here. I deserve to be here, not because of my ability, but because of the Christ ability working in me. I am worthy. Because when you step into that worthiness that God has already determined from the foundation of the world that you have, you stand in that worthiness and you stand in the confidence that there is a host and a cloud of witnesses going with you in wherever you are, Mm. in whatever you're leading, in whatever you're doing. And when darkness sees worthiness coming, Mm. (laughs) oh, yes. When darkness recognizes that you recognize it, they already know. But when you recognize it, darkness begins to back up. So <sighs> you got to stand in, as, as uh, one of the apostles said, stand therefore. That's right. right. Having done all to stand, stand in this high power protection that God has given you. Know that you are in the favor of God, that it's in you, that it's above you, that it's surrounding you, that it's going before you, and it's backing you up. Right. (laughs) And you didn't put yourself there, but you are worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Like when that senator told that nominee that you are worthy and God has got you, that was a sentinel moment of the kingdom of God empowering the leadership of someone. Look at this. God has freedom fighters, as I call them, in your heavenly space and sphere as a personal pillar of cloud to war against all that would oppose the godly rule in you. Boom. (laughs) Bam. It's not comical. It's real. I'm going to say it again. God has. We talked about sentinel early in our series. Sentinel meaning soldier. Call to duty. God has freedom fighters there in your heavenly space. Every human being. Everyone connected to Christ. There's a space that you occupy that is a component of heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. There is a heavenly connectivity parallel between heaven and earth. And from that connectivity, that's where the pillar comes from. From heaven to you. There's a whole connection there. That space is guarded so that when you walk And what you are called to walk in, nothing can oppose the God in you. That's high power protection. That's the force field of favor we're talking about. Look here. Matthew 19, 26. Nothing is impossible with God. You know why? The forces that he has at his dispensation that 
operate based on his voice. When God speaks your name or even thinks a thought regarding you, there is a complete alignment of power source and protective source that's connected to that word of God of you, about you, and in you. Stop magnifying darkness and succumbing to the cultures of your day. Lord have mercy. Prophet. And again, this is why it's important to understand the culture of the kingdom. This is why it's important to understand Christ's culture that's being developed and formed in you. Because the culture of this world, most certainly, I would say 95% of the time, is saying something opposite of the culture that Christ is cultivating in you. So it's important to stand in what Christ has said, to stand in how God feels about you. And I want to go back to the worthy piece because I hear this again, that somebody needs to hear it again. Mm -hmm. You are already worthy. Mm -hmm. Your worthiness is not tied to your work. You were worthy before your work began. Mm -hmm. That goes to my next point. It goes to my next point. Revelations 5 and 9 through 13. I got to share this. Uh, time is running out. Boy, I didn't, oh my gosh. I didn't get to my juicy part today. It's just opening. <laughs> Give us about 10, 15 minutes. All right. All right. Revelations 5, 19, excuse me, 9 through 13. I'm going to read from the old King James, which I rarely do. But, and they sung a new song. This is the population of heaven. The population of heaven. And the population of heaven is not just in one dispensation. And not just one location. Understand that. We talked about parallel universes. We talked about the time functions and how God operates. So understand when we say heaven gave a shout, that's just not one location. That's through all created existence. Okay? They sung a new song saying, Thou, Christ, art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals thereof. For thou was slain and has redeemed us to God out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. Every one of those. Not personal opinions or cultural trends. Every kindred, tongue, and people, and nation. And verse 10. And has made us unto our God kings. And priests, and we shall reign on earth. And here comes the here comes the part that sat here comes the saturating part, verse eleven. And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousands and thousands and thousands. That number is innumerable so in all through heaven they sung about the worthiness of Christ and the worthiness of themselves 
There was self-affirmation in that proclamation. So when you proclaim the worthiness of Christ, you also proclaim the worthiness of yourself being a leader connected with Christ. This whole thing about the preacher and the lay members and all that stuff, this whole classism that comes from European-based ideology is, and that ideology, a lot of it comes from myths. Antithetical to the gospel. Anti, is antithetical to Christ. He has made us kings and priests. And what happened? What happened? Soon as that self-proclamation came, the voices of the host of heaven roared. Can you imagine that? Once you say you're worthy because you're in Christ, you have the military force of heaven sounding off in allegiance to the words that you declared upon yourself connected to Christ. Prophet. And, and let me read that again because I, I want to reiterate this. He has redeemed us to God by his blood out of some kindred. Every. Out of the proper way to say English tongue. No. Every tongue. So you mean even the people who speak Abonics, he redeemed them too. By God. And the people who speak Spanish, he redeemed them too. Mm. Right? Mm. And just the people in Western Europe. No. Just the Ukrainians. No. Just the Eritreans. No. Every people? Just every human just, existence. Just the United States. Come on. Or 192 countries. No. He said he's redeemed us out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Listen. So when you say things like God doesn't see color. Ridiculous. When you say things like God doesn't see ethnicity. You are saying something that's antithetical to the eternal counsel and purposes of God, clearly demonstrated through his scriptures. Because the kings and priests is not just European. They're not just Western countries. They're not just Eastern countries. It's from every facet of human existence undefiled by human thought that leads to perversion. So if you think that you're that you want to be supreme over everybody else, you're already a failure. You're not part of the kingdom. If you want to bring perversions and nastiness into the leadership of God, you're not part of it. Because God protects us from those things. Nothing will enter that will defile. And pride and arrogance and all this stuff about supremacy or even the mutilation of human bodies, self-centered or by somebody else, 
that is not a part of that existence that God has power and protection over. Look at this. Look at this. The angels round about, they sounded off. Can you imagine the voices of all of the angels singing in agreement to your leadership as a king and a priest? Oh my God, they're ready to serve. You know, the military, they give a salute and they say, yes, sir, or they do the forward march or something like that. Think about it from the eternal, heavenly standpoint of all the angel, host of angels. Mm-hmm. Saying with a loud voice. Oh, let me keep moving. Let me, excuse me. The, the power of the angelic allies isn't just the courts of the Lord, but the courts of your leadership. Mm-hmm. So this is not just happening in one, a singular place where the throne of God is because God is everywhere. Stop the fear activation around your leadership. Listen, God has got you. Leadership requires prophetic vision. You must lead. You must understand what the Lord has at your disposal. To help you perform and succeed at what he's given you to do. Listen to the prophets and so shall you prosper. All the prophets do is show you what you got. What God has at your disposal. Oh my gosh, there's so much here. A case example. Here's a perfect case example that I love to get into. 2 Kings 6, verse 8. And we'll we'll jump in some of this week and we'll go into it next week. This was an example of what we're talking about. The power of God, the high power protection of God from heaven leading into your very leadership. 2 Kings 6, verses 8. Through 17, uh, this was says, Once when the king of Syria was at war with Israel. Listen, just because you're part of God's kingdom, in verse 8, God said it doesn't mean that people won't try to war against you. So, yes, we have power, but doesn't mean things will try you. All right? Look at this. When the king of Syria was at war with Israel, he said to his officers, we will mobilize our forces. Verse 9. Immediately, Elisha the prophet warned the king of Israel, do not go near this place. So that's protection. High power protection is when the voice of God will come into your leadership and tell you where to go and where to stay. Listen. Some people want to go out everywhere and do every kind of thing. But prophetic of God, which is a part of his power protection package, will protect you if you obey what he says 
to do. Verse uh, verse 10, the king sent a scout to see if Elisha was right. And sure enough, he had saved him from disaster. This happened several times. Verse 10. Verse 11, the king of Syria was puzzled. He called together his officers and demanded, which of you is a traitor? Who has been informing the king of Israel about my plans? Verse 12, the soldiers getting scared. The, the enemy soldiers is like, sir, it's not us. None of the officers replied. One of the officers replied, Elisha the prophet tells the king of Israel even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. Oh, I love that part. Go and find out where he is and I'll send troops to seize him, the king exclaimed. And the report came back, Elisha the prophet is at Dothan. I'm going to pause there. Put a pause there. Prophet, what you got? I mean, I want you to keep going because one thing that I know about the Lord, I was, as I was getting ready this morning and I was like, hmm, where's this thought coming from? I knew where, but I didn't know why the thought was coming. So let me correct that. But he said, prophets are called by God. You get your marching orders from God. You don't get your marching orders from people. Which means you're not waiting for people to say, yes, you're doing this right or yes, you're doing this good because your instructions are coming from the Lord. Prophets provide spiritual intel. Mm -hmm. hey, that's a good word. We are not the FBI. We are favored by Emmanuel, though. That's the FBI we got. We are favored mm -hmm. By the God who is with us, Emmanuel. And so, even in this, because he realized that the problem wasn't with the king of Israel, the problem was with the spiritual intel that the king of Israel was able to get. That's right. Because of the prophet. So he said, if I can, and, and, and I need all the prophets who are listening today. He said, if I could seize the prophet, I can stop the intel. If I can seize the prophet, oh. I can seize a nation. Uh. If I can seize the prophets, my plan to destroy a nation can go forward. Mm. So this is why it's important for prophets not to allow themselves to be captivated and captured by an enemy army when look, it comes to the kingdom of God. Look at that. The king, Syria, well, not even about what country it is. Syria, or the king of Syria, was at war. They wanted to be the, the oppressive factor against a peaceful people of God. No different today, you have nations that believe and declare their supremacy and walk in oppression to take over other territories. In a nutshell, that word is called colonization. Mm -hmm. And imperialism. And imperialism. The high power protection of God 
will give you intel against imperialistic ways that try to destroy nations. And they try to get the profit. That's why they went after Martin. That's why they went after Medgar Edvers. That's why they went after Malcolm X. Prophet. The entire COINTEL program, the main thesis of that program said, we are looking for anyone who can be seen as or appears to be a messiah. Right. A black messiah. Right. In other words, a black prophet. Because again, like you said, if we can seize the prophets, we can seize a nation. And see, this that's so important because and but the, here is the point. Let me jump this here. Jump. Verse 14. And one night the king of Syria sent a great army with many chariots and horses to round the city where the prophet was. So prophets know that your location. No matter where your location is, becomes enemy territory. Mm, not that right there. <laughs> so don't get this spot. Don't get fearful because no matter where you set your feet, that something's trying to come after you. Oh God! Surrounded the city, when the prophet's servant got up early in the morning and went outside, there were troops. And horses and chariots everywhere. You're a prophet. You had a good day at work. You want to sleep. You want to eat breakfast. And before you can eat breakfast, your assistant is telling you, man, there's a whole, man, five all over the place. Prophet. And you have a target because of your intel. You have a target because you are speaking God protection. Not because you did anything. Not because you did anything. But because you know something. Because you know what God knows. Look at this. Alas, my master, what shall we do now? He cried out to prophet Elisha. And this next verse, I'm going to read verse 16. This should be your MO every single moment of your leadership. Don't be afraid for our army is bigger than theirs. What army? You mean a prophet has an entire army? They weren't talking about the army of Israel. No matter how I mean, even when you look at the last five years and the protests that were in the street, when you see all those militant-looking police officers with all the battle things on the, and they have all this stuff with all their white weapons and, 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 and all their gear and riot gear and all that stuff because they want to come against people who are protesting against the slaughter of human life. Think about that. That's the picture I want you to see. An entire host of militant people surrounding your hotel to come after you. And you did nothing against any law. Don't be afraid, for our army is bigger than theirs. King James says, there's more to be with us 
than be with him. So look at this. And Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes so that he could see horses of fire and chariots of fire everywhere upon the mountain. So when you look at the fact, think about this Moses thing, the pillar of cloud by the day and the pillar of fire by night. The cloud by day was the angelic forces at rest. The fire by night was the angelic forces ready to subdue every force of darkness. When you look at fire, there's light. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Now think about the angelic forces, an army greater than any human existence, surrounding you who have the intelligence of God. Oh my God. Empower your prophetic in a way that your team can understand. Go ahead, prophet. Jesus, Jesus. There's a lot. There is a lot to unpack here. But I just want to, I want to put it in. Let's close us out. Come on over here. I want to put it in some plain terms for people to understand. Come on and close us out. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. I want to put it in some real plain terms for us to understand. The U.S. Office of Intelligence has 16 different agencies that sit under intelligence. The ability to know. The ability to discern. The ability to find things out. The budget in 2019 for the Office of Intelligence. This is what they spend in order to know was $81.7 billion. So when God gives you spiritual intelligence, he gives you the ability to know things. He gives you foresight and insight into things. He tells you the things to come. He says the secrets are with those who are of the kingdom. That means you've got a spiritual budget at your disposal. You've got wealth in you because of what you know from the divine. Oh, that's so good. So when you disregard the prophets in your life, what you're doing is you're saying, God, I don't want that part of the budget. I don't want the intelligence. I don't want that part of the budget for my life. I don't want that intel that's going to give me insight, victory, victory, protection. What if the king of Israel had not listened to the prophet? What if he had said, you know what? I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, prophet. But let me go do things my own way. He would have immediately been defeated. Because he ignored the intel. Which is protection. Which is protection. And so many times, um, we we tend to ignore that still small voice that's speaking to us, giving us that intel. Some of us are saying, God, give me more money. 
But God said, the money is wrapped up in the intel I gave you. It's wrapped up in the things that I told you and the insights that I gave you that you're ignoring. And so we don't want to be that people today that's ignoring the messages of God, the voice of God, the spirit of God, the people that God sends into our life to give us that insight where we may be lacking. So I appreciate this message on today. It's, it's stirred up so many different things and we are going to stop here for today. I encourage you to go back and read 2 Kings 6, 8 through 17 and really think about how this king was really disturbed. He was, he was thrown off his game because he couldn't figure out who was divulging the secrets in his kingdom. Seats of oppression. And he kept being defeated because there was somebody in the other camp that had a connection and a relationship and a communication with the divine. Angels camp. And so sometimes people make fun of that. Sometimes people think it's not a serious thing, but nations rise and fall on what they know or what they don't know. Nations see victory or defeat based on what they know or what they don't know. And it would be a very unwise nation to have a whole bunch of people working in their intelligence office that don't have the spirit of God. I'm going to just say that. So let's go ahead and close on tonight. Today, excuse me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your truth. And we ask, oh God, that you help us to see all of the ways that you have given us and left us your high-powered protection for our life. Whether it's through us recognizing our worthiness in you, whether us it's through us understanding your government even the more and how it is supposed to operate in our life, whether it's through the prophetic and the intel that you give us in order to protect us and keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Father, let us not just pray those things, but let us truly experience and walk in those things as we understand even the more through your word how you want to protect and preserve our life so that we can move in this world and do what it is that you've called us to do in the time that you have allotted to us. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen and amen. If 